Rush Hour podcast brought to you by Nicorette Quick Mist for fast craving relief. Use only as directed. Hey guys, your favourite podcast is just seconds away, but what if you could listen to it without worrying about using data? Got an offer for you right now. Uh, if you go to ilovedata.com.au, you're going to get 50 gigs of data for only $59.95 a month. There's no contracts. There's no catches. It's ilovedata.com.au. Open that up on your browser now and let's get into the podcast. And tonight on the Rush Hour, it's Maroon, Ryan Girdler and Brent Reed. Lance Franklin responds to Anthony Mundine's call regarding the national anthem on grand final day. Girds will talk about the NRL grand final and it's the final Reedy's Mail coming up for 2016. It's all on tonight. Welcome to the Rush Hour. And a very good evening, everybody. It's all thanks to Nicorette Quick Mist, Australia's number one quit smoking brand. Use only as directed Maroon, Ryan Girdler and Brent Reed. It is the Rush Hour on Triple M. It's the it's the business end of the season, as Rabs like to say, the big dance. And uh, Ryan, are you pumped for it? Yeah, really looking forward to uh, the weekend, Maroon, and um, both games. Actually, I'm looking forward to watching the Swans on Saturday. I probably typically wouldn't watch the AFL Grand Final unless the Swannies or, or Sydney team were involved, so I'll have a good look at that, and then the big one on Sunday. Can't wait. Yeah, good on you, you Swannies supporters. It's a, it's a big day for you guys, and, of course, the NRL Grand Final on Sunday. Brent Reed, welcome to you as well, old mate. Hello, mate. How are you? Now, I don't want to uh, give anything away yeah. regarding Reedy's mail. Yep. Um, but I was just at the South. I didn't get to the No BS Grand Final Lunch, but oh. I was at the an even bigger event, the Rabbitohs Grand Final Lunch. Did you host that? Or? I did host it, yes. Yeah, of course. Uh, and, mate, um, there was some talk about a major, major uh, Rabbitohs player maybe hanging around a little bit longer without giving too much yeah. away. Yeah, there could be, Maroon. There yeah. could be some big news for South fans, some, some good news for South Sydney fans, and we might put to bed one of the great rumours that's been hovering around rugby league for the last couple of years. Okay, good on you, mate. Mm. Well, it's so GI's going to stay on, is he? Well, I don't know. I don't know if <laughs> oh, that, that's... Okay. I don't know if that's what it is because... Uh, oh. yeah, well, re- yeah, Gertz, what are you doing? I don't know. Well, I, I, don't I know, know you've had a bad day, okay? No, no, I I've had about, a great day. I heard about your haircut issue. Oh, what about There's the haircut? There's no need to ruin everybody Mate, what about the haircut? No, this is a joke, Reed. Let me tell you what happened. I go, <laughs> please, I go, tell me, please. I go to these guys to get a haircut. I walk yeah. in, take my hat off and say, you know, just give it a little bit of a trim. Yeah. So the guy looks at me and says, yeah, 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 no problem, no problem. All of a sudden, after about three minutes, that my head is the part of my body with the least amount of hair on it. <laughs> it it's all on my shoulders. And I said, mate, listen... You didn't follow the instructions. I just want a little bit off. He goes, "Oh no, you like it when it's finished. You'll like it when it's finished." Yes. And I'm like, "Yeah, but that doesn't that doesn't really matter." You're you wearing a hat. So does that mean you don't like it? Mate, oh, there's nothing there. Yeah, there's nothing there. It's, it looks it's like a, I'm. Um, reminds me of that. Um, I won't say it. You know that barber off Seinfeld. You know where Seinfeld tries to go in the day, then that barber's not there. Anyway, mate, it's not that mm. bad. I reckon. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's not the point, though. You didn't. You know, you just why ask me if you're just looking at me doing what you're going to do anyway. Good, it's good. like when you go in for a massage, Maroon. It doesn't matter what you ask for. You know what you're going to get. <laughs> Look, Maroon's happy to sugarcoat it for you, Gertz. I, I wouldn't be happy either if I was you. Yeah, you haven't seen it yet, Reedy. Uh, uh, I'll tell you what, though. I did have a good day to, uh, yesterday. I took the, it took my kids to Luna Park. Right. School holidays. So Coney Island. And- they had an absolute ball. i tell you what, though. It was good fun getting on the Dodgem cars. You get a four- and a seven-year-old on the Dodgem cars and let them go crazy. Just keep your foot on the accelerator. They can't have any more fun than that. Well, I just let them go. The four-year-old, well, the seven-year-old's already a better driver than a mother. <laughs> <laughs> but, the, but the four-year-old, she was unbelievable. She was so good at it. Oh, well, so bad at it, but had so much fun. Mate, you might so be, I'm happy. You might have to sleep at my place tonight making comments like that. <laughs> better driver than a mum. 
Well, that, that, she won't be that upset about the driving thing. It's the fact that I'm, you know, my wife's German. I'm just about to open the door and look. I look half like Hitler with his hair. <laughs> That's not going to go that well. <laughs> the Rush Hour on Triple M. This Rush Hour podcast brought to you by Nicorette Quick Mist for fast craving relief. Use only as directed. This is the Rush Hour on Triple M. Ryan Gurler, Brent Reed, Anthony Maroon. Tonight we're going to do a bit of NRL now. When we do that, we do that thanks to Totally Workwear. They don't just do workwear. They also have a great range of hospitality gear. Find your local store at totallyworkwear.com.au. The grand final this weekend, of course, uh, here in the city of Sydney where we broadcast from. It's an absolute... A buzz at the moment with uh, the Cronulla Sharks on the verge of winning their first grand final since they entered the Premiership in 1967. I heard somebody say today at this luncheon, though, Gerds, that, you know, the um, the Melbourne Storm have got the big-name players in Cooper Cronk and Cameron Smith. But so you're going you, so to plagiarise something again, Marie. That's a, I only, I've never for. had an original idea. <laughs> okay. I've never so had what did you hear idea. today? Well, I, I've heard a lot of people say that. You know, the <laughs> Cooper Cronk's been there before and Cameron Smith. But what about, they've got plenty of big-name players. What about Proctor and Torhu Harris and Jesse Bromwich? They've got big-name players from big games all over the park. Yeah, they, I mean, they, they've got a lot of internationals in their side. You look at guys like uh, Chambers out wide and um, mm. e- even... Um, you know, you, you mentioned some of their back rowers, but um, even their wingers, Corabetti, I mean, he's played on the big stage before. So there's guys out there that certainly going to, um, you know, and, and Melbourne Storm, the way that they play, uh, they'll be all confident going in to this weekend, but so will the Sharks. The Sharks have only got a couple of guys really in their side that haven't got a lot of big game experience. But if you look at it, like Benny Barber and, and Bird's now played a couple of or, origins. It's, and the young guys that they've got in their side, um, you know, probably on that, on that side with um, Holmes and... Uh, the other side of Latelli, they're good young players, but uh, they mightn't have big game experience. But um, their com- their confidence is, you know, pretty high at the moment. It was funny, Gerd's talking to Luke Lewis earlier this week, and someone asked him about the O three side, and he said that he saw a lot of comparisons between the two sides in in their makeup. He said, you know, back then, that you guys had Ryan. He said, mention your name. He said you blokes had Ryan Girdler. Now they got Jack Bird. Back then they had. Craig Gower, they got um, obviously um, Chad Townsend there. Can you see those similarities between those sides? Um, yeah, look, I think uh, I think to a degree they've got a good mix or a good blend of um, you know youth and experience, and I think that's that's what we have. We did we didn't have a lot of internationals back at the time. We probably had three or four in the mm. side at that, that point, but we had guys like Luke Prittis that had a lot of experience and Sattler, and then we had Luke Lewis and and Rooney and Rodney and Trent Waterhouse and these guys coming through. So in that regard, yeah, I think that it was um, there are some similarities, but I just think that for the new guys and what we did, it, we just rode the wave all the way in for the week and. Uh, nothing was a hassle for us because it was all part of the process and mm. we just sort of let it happen. I think what could possibly happen if you'd played a lot of grand finals, the week could become a little bit annoying, you know, like these luncheons and, and all the all the fanfare and, and, and obviously the media and all the spotlight being on the team and if you're one of the players always under it, I would imagine for those some of those guys it would be, um, you know, here we go again and I've got you to get through Melbourne this bloke, week, the Melbourne, Melbourne guys. Bloke, yeah. So I think even for Gal and those guys to have the week, it will be a great experience and something that they will enjoy, whereas I think some of the Melbourne guys, even though they've got the grand final at the end of the week, it might get a little bit annoying for them through the week. What about from a Cronulla point of view, and it, it only seems like yesterday we're talking about the Sharkies having to relocate to either Central Queensland was mentioned or Perth was mentioned, and it feels like 
in the space of 18 months or two years, with a good board and a good mm. front office, they've completely turned things around. Reedy, how much do you will it change things for that club if they win, and how much has it changed things for them already? I'll tell you what, I'll tell you who else deserves a lot of credit for where they are now. It's the ARL Commission. That, you know, obviously Dave Smith's gone now, but Dave Smith and, and John Grant, they backed that club. And there was talk, obviously there's been talk that the commission talked about relocating them. I sat down with John Grant this week. He said they never discussed it. That was never on the table. They were never going to relocate that club. Uh, and so they deserve some credit, I think, for standing by this footy team. We've obviously all talked about the board and the job Shane Flanagan did. But if the ARL Commission didn't back that club financially, they backed it, they put Bruno Cullen in there as a CEO, that club wouldn't exist now. So, you know, we all reflect on the Dave Smith era as uh, a negative time in many respects, but I reckon I reckon in time people look back at what Dave Smith did and some of the things he did and say, well, look, you know, he didn't do that bad a job. And Cronulla's an example of where Dave Smith and the commission did a good job because, as I said, if they didn't do what they did, that club wouldn't be here now. And, and you know, obviously the club's in a good place. It's going to make a lot of money out of the grand final, but the important thing is that they keep that momentum going. I mean, you can't just make the grand final, make some money, and then things slip away again. They have to make sure they keep that momentum going and, and they and they grow everything out of this, and it continues to grow. Okay, what about Ma- uh, Melbourne? We look at Melbourne as a club, and we say that uh, people in Victoria, people in Melbourne, don't embrace rugby league as a game. Well, they so totally do, because we had 28,000 people uh, last week watching him play, play the Canberra Raiders. Here's a club, after two full seasons in the NRL, had won a premiership, have won a couple th- uh, since, uh, notwithstanding the, what happened with the Asada thing, but what an a mighty strong club they are and I wonder what it will be like for them I don't wonder so much anymore I think it'll be fine but you know when Slater's gone we've hardly seen him in the last year but when Cronk's gone and Smith's gone they, they really something special as, a, as an NRL club I, I think it's really important for the game that Melbourne is successful and and, and look I think it'll with anywhere, anywhere we go uh, and same as with you know the Gold Coast I think it's important that they're strong and if we do open up in Perth at some point or another side in Queensland I mean those clubs need to start out and they need to have a plan and they, they need to be strong. So I think, it, you know, I'm not sure how they're going to do it. Um, they've never been in the situation before because of the players that you mentioned, Maroon. But it's so important that um, Melbourne Storm are, are strong and those that supporter base has no reason to stop turning up mm. to their games mm. and to stop getting behind the team. They're never going to be the number one sport in Melbourne. I think everyone identifies that. But I think we're okay with the fact that they get their 25,000 to their games and there's a big Polynesian community in Melbourne and I think their junior league through a lot of those guys that don't really take to AFL. Um, there's a lot of good young talent coming through and I think, you know, we need to be conscious that they're successful at a senior level so that those young guys and those young teams can still aspire and move into that that grade eventually. Well, well, I think one of the things that makes the Melbourne Storm great, it's not only Craig Bellamy and Frankie Panissi and, and, and everyone the footy stuff there, but they've got their ownership structure right now. The four, four guys who are in charge of that club, I mean, Bar Campbell is the chairman of that club. He's arguably the smartest bloke in the game and he's only been in it basically a year but he's already probably the smartest bloke in rugby league I mean he's a brilliant bloke you know when they bring out Man City and Real Madrid to this country he's the bloke bringing him out so he's a smart businessman he didn't get to where he is by running second and I reckon while ever they've got that ownership structure and those guys in charge they're going to be a strong footy team because those guys will make sure that the right people are involved with that football club all right, this is the Rush Hour, and uh, we'll be back to talk more about the Dally M's. A little bit of the Swans coming up as well. And if you're going to have a bet on the weekend, we'll speak to Joel Kane as well. All on the way on the Rush Hour here at Triple M. 
Guys, thanks for listening to the podcast. We did mention at the start of the show that we've been handed an incredible deal from Ovo Mobile. So if you switch to Ovo Data Sim, you're going to get 50 gig for $59.95 on 4G. And this is going to change how you enjoy listening to music, video, sport, all the stuff you do on your mobile device with nothing more than a new SIM. And get this just for you for listening right now. Ovo will give you the first month at half price. Let's do some math. Let's work that out. A whole month to enjoy 50 gig on 4G for just $29.95, then $59.95 after that. So there's no contract and Ovo will instantly upgrade your plan to any better offers they release as part of their more for fans promise. And with 50 gig, you can afford to catch up with us more often. Open your browser now and get on at ilovedata.com.au. 50 gig for $59.95 on 4G and then half price for the first month. ilovedata.com.au. Now let's get back to the show. And welcome back to the Rush Hour. Dally M's, of course, uh, Wednesday night in the beautiful city of Sydney. Did you go, Marie? I did go, yeah. How was it? It was lovely. It was an absolutely wonderful Enjoy night. It? Yes, I, didn't you see me in the best dress? I didn't see you in the red carpet, no, but I think they just stopped the, um, well, some of the other guests. <laughs> well, I was wearing a lovely suit from Lowe's Manhattan that yep. I... It was an ex-rental, but it did come up okay. <laughs> I'm sure it did. And a tie with one of those elastic things around it. I looked okay, but it was mm-hmm. a massive night. You what, were there reading. Oh, yeah, I was What there, table yeah. did you sit on? I sat on table 57. With Who the, was on that? Um, well, we had a couple of uh, other... I think Jamie Rogers was on that table. Oh, and right. uh, Travis Main, I think. I think Travis was Travis on, that, on that table. And no, a good mate of mine that works in another radio station here in Sydney, does the breakfast show. He's a fantastic fella. Loves paddle boarding. He, he was there as well. Mm-hmm. He smoke bombed it nice and early, but it was a massive night reading. Oh, huge. Mm. Huge, Maroon. But, uh, Went a bit long in the end, but that's life, isn't what, it? And all the women were saying to Reedy, I, I don't, didn't think he was that handsome. Yeah. Didn't think it happens was, a lot, Maroon. Actually, yeah, I suppose be, it would. It's You'd when be he, surprised. It's just when he takes the glasses off. <laughs> yeah, it's like, <laughs> like Superman. Yeah, yeah, it happens like, a lot. Of time, yeah. Now he's like fearless fly. He's like fearless fly. Let's talk. Fearless fly. Oh, fearless fly is this guy that he he, he lived in a matchbox and he took his glasses <laughs> off. And and really, you, you don't don't make out like you don't know because you're not that much younger than me. Sorry. Although maybe you didn't have TV when you were growing up. I don't know. <laughs> I did grow up in Goodner. Well, we're, there you we're go. lucky to have electricity. To well, be fair, Marine. See, well, there you go. You, you know, you'd, you'd be right at home in Adelaide at the moment, wouldn't you? <laughs> but the awards itself, guys, I was happy to see uh, Ricky Stewart get Coach of the Year. I thought, uh, all things considered, he deserved it, Gerds. Yeah, I thought. Uh, yeah, Ricky got. Uh, I think they got most of it right on the mm-hmm. night. Obviously, um, with um, Rookie of the Year, Ash Taylor too. Yeah, he, uh, cool. he, he deserved that. And then, um, look, I, I think. Uh, the, the surprise, I guess, for me, and, and not undeservedly, was uh, Croker, I guess, getting a couple of awards. Captain's Award, yep. which thoroughly yep. deserved. And then also, obviously, the uh, the um, Province uh, Summons Award, which is obviously for the most popular player. And um, he, he got that. And usually those sort of awards go to the, the Thurston's or, or the Smith's. So it was really good to see um, Croker get that. He's had a wonderful year. And then I think the big award, I couldn't split them all year. You know, at the back end, we all mm. spoke about, mm. you know, who it was going to be. Um, I, I just didn't think with with Hodgson basically he had three points deducted and he missed a game, mm. so that possibly could have been six points. And I thought after that he was always going to struggle. Yeah. Uh, but Cronk and Tom Malolo, well, two guys that have had fantastic years, and I thought it was a fitting uh, decision. Yeah, I'm with you, Goods. I think they were the, probably the two standouts of the year. A bit deflating the ending though, where they neither of them got a point in the last round. It was a bit yeah. of an anticlimax, wasn't, wasn't it? it? Yeah. But um, you know, two deserving winners and. Uh, Cam Smith, I think, was third, wasn't he? And, you know, he's such a professional player, so consistent Cam over a long yep. period of time. He'll probably win another one before he gives it away. So, mm-hmm. 
two good winners and, and obviously sets up Cronk for a big night on Sunday night. Yeah, excellent night at the Dally M's on Wednesday night at the Star. This is the Rush Hour on Triple M. We're going to come back with more right after In Excess. This Rush Hour podcast brought to you by Nicorette Quick Mist for fast craving relief. News only as directed. Sports update. Oh, yeah, me old mates at uh, ABL Tile Centre at Penrith mm-hmm. there, Dino and Tanya, yeah. very good friends of mine, go and, just go in there and sit on a toilet and... Check it all out for yourself. Yep. No drama at all. A sports update. Thank you, Dino, and everybody at ABL. Uh, in AFL news, Swans co-captain Jared McVeigh and Callum Mills look set to take the part in the AFL Grand Final. So they'll be in the Grand Final this Saturday after overcoming soft tissue injuries. What about you for the AFL Grand Final? What do you do, Gertz? Um, yeah, I'll have a look. I, I enjoy when the Swans play in it. Um, look, I... The, the, the Bulldogs, have their, their last three weeks have been really impressive, Maroon. I, I know you don't really follow it, but, uh, you know, they've beaten everyone, at, you know, that's uh, been good through the year, including Hawthorne, who three in a row. And then they came up here last week and, and beat GWS, who convincingly beat the Swans a couple of weeks ago. So they're in great form. Whether they can produce another one, um, I'm not so sure. And I'm hoping the Swans are going to win, but... Um, I'll be in here working till 2 o'clock and then I'll uh, be watching the game with probably Tony Squires, a mad Swannies fan. I'll, then I'll be going for the Bulldogs. What about you, Reedy? Well, I think the Swans will probably win Maroon, but, you know, I, I, I may not even watch it. I can't remember the last time I watched an AFL Grand Final. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, was, I, grew, si- I grew up a Carlton fan, but yeah. they, they've been bad, so I'll stop watching the AFL. But just the yeah. fact that the Swannies are playing and they're a great Sydney team, I mean, you've yeah, got to... maybe. I'm a Queenslander, though, Maroon. Yeah, that's remember? true. That's true. The Lions were in there, maybe. And hang on, did you say you're going to go for the uh, doggies? No, I'm, I'm just just doing oh. Tony. He's a oh. mad Swans fan. He's oh. the reason we're actually cutting our show short two hours because he said, I'm just not going to hang around. I'm off and we can't do the show without Tony. All right, what about this? Anthony Mundine has called on all players at this weekend's NRL and AFL Grand Finals to boycott the national anthem. The former rugby league star turned boxer shared a video via social media urging people to take, make a stand at ANZ Stadium and the MCG in support of the Indigenous community. Here's what uh, Anthony Mundine said. I ain't been that divisive figure. I mean, I just put a post up. Everybody reacted to it. I can't speak for Lance. I can't speak for anybody else. If I knew what I know now when I was in the grand final in 96, in the grand final in 97, in the grand final in 99, I wouldn't be standing at all. People are mainly like sheep. They just follow the herd, follow the herd. Now, Mm. just in relation to that, this is what... um, Buddy Franklin had to say in response. Mate, no, this is the first time I've heard of it, but um, I, personally, I think it's pretty stupid, really. It's what this is Australian national anthem. Um, it's a part of our sport, our history. Okay, fellas, you got yeah. any thoughts on that? Oh, look, I, I think Anthony's right in a way. You know, it's 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 what he would do, and it's his decision, and, and, and it's a personal one. And if he chooses to go that path or would have gone that path, that's up to him. But as he said, he can't influence others, and it means something different to everyone. And I'm glad uh, that you know, hopefully, everyone's going to get up and um, and sing the anthem. It's a great part of the grand final, and it's something that. You get a lot of enjoy. I used to get a lot of enjoyment out of doing. So there's no way, you know, wouldn't I sing it? Let's be honest here. This wasn't Anthony's idea because the Rugby League Week had a story. I think last week with Larry Corrow and Joey Williams saying, "Don't stand up during the anthem." So this isn't Anthony's idea. He sort of piggybacked on the back of it, and he's got some publicity out of it. So, but you know, I hope they don't do it. I just, yeah. I just think it it would overtake what what's you know a fairy tale for Cronulla and, and a, a magnificent achievement by both those teams. Yep, good on you, Reedy, Ryan Girdler and Maroon. This is the Rush Hour. That's a sports update, all thanks to ABL Tolls and Bathroom Centre. We'll come back with more right after this on the Rush Hour. This 
Rush Hour podcast brought to you by Nicorette Quick Mist for fast craving relief. Use only as directed. This is the Rush Hour on Triple M. Tonight you've got Reedy, Gerds and Maroon all thanks to Nicorette for the final time this year. It is time for this. Reedy. 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 You've got mail. It's time. You have mail. For Reedy's mail. Well done, Reedy. Well, Reedy's mail for the final time in 2016. It's a sad night. (laughs) It is a sad night. (laughs) It's a sad night, Reedy, because it's the last one for the year. It's quarter to seven. We're all tonguing for a piece of pizza and a Crown Lager and we're waiting Mm. for your mail. What's going on in the world? Well, Maroon, look, there's been a long-standing rumour, and, and despite denials here, there and everywhere, it hasn't gone away that Greg Inglis will eventually end up back at the Broncos, right? Mm. Well, my understanding is that rumour will probably put, put to bed possibly in weeks because Greg Inglis is in talks with South Sydney and the way things are going, it looks like he'll finish his career at South Sydney. So I expect that to be done. Obviously, he's got a kangaroo tour he's going on. I don't think it'll be done before the kangaroo tour, but when he gets back, I you know, expect South Sydney to strike some sort of deal there and the talk about him going back to the Broncos will end and he will stay at South Sydney. Mm. Is is he off contract in 2017? He's got a year to 18. go on his deal. Okay. Uh, they need to get that either sorted one way or another because mm. that'll, that, that could... As, as we've seen, it can just absolutely hijack their season. Yeah. And obviously they're in talks with Michael Maguire as well about extending Michael Maguire and the, the sense is that Madge will agree a deal with them as well and, mm-hmm. you know, you lock those two blokes down, that's your, your leadership with Sammy. Sammy locked up for a while. Mm. That's your leadership leadership at that club sort of bedded down for the next few years. But, yeah, obviously that rumour about Greg and Brisbane's been floating around for a long time. He's yes, got a, hasn't he's it? got a house really? there, um, but it looks as though the way things are going, he'll... he'll do that deal at South and stay okay. there long term. Well, you'd think if he was going to go, I mean, having his second child, I think yeah. his wife's having their second child yeah. in the next couple of weeks and the family support up there, it mm. would be after the next contract. Yeah. And it's inter- interesting, Gerd, you bring up the child because there's a test match coming up uh, in Perth. I'm a family man, Reddy. You are a family man, we know that. And uh, there's, a, there's a test match coming up in Perth and Greg Inglis is a chance he won't go, on, go to that is test that right? match. Obviously, his wife's having the child. I understand BJ Lailua's got a, a hamstring problem, probably yep. may not go to that test match either. Uh, opens up a real question mark around the centres. Who else is in the train-on squad in the centres? Well, there's a couple. I mean, Jared Croker's another guy who was in there, but Jared Croker won't go. Out. He's got the knee problem. Uh, it sets up an interesting situation for a couple of blokes. Justin O'Neill, yeah. who was named that, can- that kangaroo touring squad. But the other guy is Jack Bird. Now, Jack Bird's obviously got the grand final on Sunday night. If Jack Bird has a big grand final, mm-hmm. I think you'll find he'll be in that test side and potentially playing in that Perth test. Who played in the centres over in the uh, Prime Minister's 13? Uh, well, a, I'll get Malcolm very, on the line. It was Dugan. Dugan Josh was Dugan one. was one of them. Okay. And the other so you've, one, got, you've got Chambers as well. You've got Chambers as well, obviously, in the grand final. What about a guy like Tyrone Peachy? Well, I don't, he's not in that training squad, as I think. But, okay. I mean, it's interesting, obviously, you mentioned Chambers, but it could come down to Chambers or Jack Bird. So that could be decided grand final yeah, night. true. Mm. Okay, Rudy, anything What else, else you got, Rudy? Yeah, well, we've got a bit more test stuff, actually, because yeah. obviously Paul Gallen, there's been a lot of mail about Paul Gallen on the test side. As I understand it right now, there's a good chance Paul Gallen won't make the, that touring team. Uh, obviously, if Cronulla win the grand final, here's a big game. Mm. He puts himself right at the forefront of that queue. But the wild card is Jordan McLean. Now, Jordan McLean's obviously been talked about for a little while. There's been a bit of jostling over his services. There's talk the Cowboys wanted him. Look, Jordan McLean's in the mix. If he has a massive grand final, there's a chance Jordan McLean could make that kangaroo tour. So the thing, if you look at the uh, Anzac Day test, obviously um, Gal got man of the match. Yeah. But Woods was out. He was injured at the time. So you yep. think Aaron Woods would go into the side? He will go in, yes. Scott, obviously the incumbent. And he I will checked be there today, Scott's obviously had some fitness problems, but he will go. Then you got, I guess it comes down to go, then guys, as you said, McCle- F- F- Fafita. Or Jimmy Tamo's another one who's in that. Tamo as well. He'll probably go. How many front rowers will be in that 
24-man squad because Gallon also obviously plays in the back row and in the middle. Yeah. Well, there's a lot. Of, I mean, it, it could come down to Gallon or Wade Graham, who, who he's wow. obviously a teammate right. with. Who Wade Graham's obviously pushing for a spot in that back row as well. So, you know, you could mm. have a situation where maybe Wade Graham forces Paul Gallon out of that test squad, mm. which would be interesting. But they're going to have to take it? someone in that 24-man squad, mm. um, Reedy, to, to cover nine. Who's that going to be? Well, that's an interesting one too, Gers. I mean, Jake Friend was a guy who played. Uh, for PNG, in the PNG test, no, the PNG game, and, and yep. the talk is that maybe he's the next in line. I, I'm not sure what, which way they'll go there. Whether they m- may look to use a Josh Jackson if if Cam Smith, wow. you know, not available. I mean, mm. Cam plays You're every test. Does How many games are on the, in this four nations? There's only four games. Yeah, but I mean, you know, if you haven't got someone in the yeah. system and they're on holidays and you haven't got a, a, a cover for a nine and something yeah. happens to Cam, you're in trouble. Well, Jake Friend's the man who was in. Okay, who, who so he'd have to P- go. PNG would have to go. So you would think he has to go. Mm. Yeah. Okay, good mail tonight. Any Got more, one more? Oh, beautiful. Got one more. A lot of talk about Manly and uh, moving on players. Brent Lawrence, Jamie Bureau, the two guys who, who look like they might be on the move. Jamie Bureau has been linked with Newcastle. Uh, Brent Lawrence with Cronulla. Uh, and the explana- explanation I'm hearing is they want some more size in their back row. Uh, the name I'm hearing at the moment is Curtis Sirenen. Now, oh, if, you remember when, if you remember when Curtis Sirenen made his debut... Bob Fulton, who's still involved at Manly, said he'll be a test player. He'll have a long career in the test jersey. It hasn't worked out that way. Uh, the Tigers redid him this year for one year, but that was because he had a one-year option in his favour. He took it up. Uh, but my understanding is they may look to move Curtis Sirenen. They're trying to re-sign Elijah Taylor. That'll free some money up to re-sign mm. Elijah Taylor. Maybe Curtis Sirenen, Curtis Sirenen ends up so at Manly. So he's off at the moment. Who's that? Sirenen? Sirenen? No, he's re- redone he for re- a year. So he re-signed this year. Yeah, he took up an option. Okay. So they did, okay. the club didn't have a choice. He took up the option. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. Because he didn't play a lot of first grade. He this didn't year, play did he? a lot of first grade. No. Okay, this no. is the rush hour. That was Reedy's mail. When we do that uh, talk NRL, we do it thanks to Totally Workwear. They don't just do workwear; they also have a great range of hospitality. Uh, so check it out at totallyworkwear.com.au. Great range of hospitality gear and the rush hour. Back with more after this. This rush hour podcast brought to you by Nicorette Quick Mist for fast craving relief. News only is directed. Sports update. And we do it to, for my mates at ABL Tile. Okay, so if you need tiles and bathroom sort of things, go and see my mates Dino and Tanya at ABL Tile and Bathroom Centre. Now, Parramatta has continued their retention and recruitment drive, re-signing hard-running forward Manu Mao for a further three seasons. Uh, Manu will remain on Eels till the end of 2019. That's great news for you Eels supporters. Uh, Roosters have signed trouble plague youngsters Zane, Tetevano and Liam Knight as they seek to rebuild their dynasty. Uh, despite vowing to never re- return to the toxic environment of the NRL after being jailed for a series of attacks on his girlfriend, Tetevano, 25, has signed a one-year deal to join the team next year. Now, uh, Reedy, our producers just rushed in and told yeah. me something about James Roberts. I'm not sure I heard it correctly. Yeah, look, a bit of news out of Brisbane. Pete Bedell, Corey Amal, he's all over, over everything in Brizzy. And uh, apparently James Roberts has checked into rehab in Thailand. Okay, thank you very much. Just very quickly now, sportsbet.com.au. Joel Kane, our old mate JC. Uh, Joel, the grand final, we've got, we're on a limited time here, mate. Welcome, and uh, how are we betting head-to-head? I'll race through it, Maroon. Uh, good time of year, no doubt about that. Look, yesterday I spoke about uh, 55% of the money was with the Sharks. That's come back a little bit. Melbourne Storm $1.85, the Sharks $2. They're backing the Sharks 1-12 to 12 at $3.10. Clive Churchill, uh, Smith and Crock have been well supported. Cameron Smith, $5.50. It's the one thing that's eluded the great captain. Uh, but here's the mega bet. So he's five fifty. You can get $5 for him or Paul Gallon, both captains, either of those to be 
the Clive Churchill, five dollars, maxed at a hundred bucks. All right, Joel Kane, sportsbet.com.au. Thank you very much, mate. I've told the boys at the pier we'll be calling in for our the Pier Hotel at Botany for our after season drinks. A Yosef we'll Fritzel. There, we'll have a schnitzel and a couple of skewies. Good on you, Joel. And that's it for Joel Kane. Who wins the grand final in a word here, Reedy? Um changed my mind over the course of the show, Cronulla. What about you? Sharks. Thank you. And that is the Rush Hour on Triple M. Back with more next week. This Rush Hour podcast brought to you by Nicorette Quick Mist for fast craving relief. Use only as directed.